Netflix book club. Netflix book club. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Welcome to Netflix book club. My name is Casey Aurora, and I'm joined with Dennis Rooney, Steve McDonald, and we got Neil in the booth. Uh, this week, our selection is The Believer, directed by Henry Bean. It's a 2001 movie. It is about um, a guy named Danny Ballant. That's the character's name. Who's a uh, young Jewish man who develops fiercely anti-Semitic views? It's based on a true story about a guy who was um, Jewish and and joined the KKK and was later revealed by the New York Times to actually be Jewish. And um, <clears throat> the movie is, uh, I would say, in terms of stream it or not stream it, I would say don't. <laughs> Just straight up don't. The movie is, I I would call it American History X light. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say watch it because mm-hmm. I feel like it's a well put together movie structurally and it's kind of interesting. Right. I could use one more fight scene. That's I say watch it. Um, I think I'm gonna go with. Oh man, <laughs> I'm really I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm really torn because torn. I like I liked it, but I I would say don't stream it. I don't think it's that. Great How could you like it? I liked I liked some of it, but I just didn't. Like, it's, it's not that great. Okay, all right. Well, that's you know, fine. like it's it's like a it's like a pretty good. It felt like a good try. Okay. Like it's one of those moments where I watched it and I was like, it's being shot in super sixteen, or it's it's being shot sixteen millimeter. It grand jury prize at Sundance that year that's too. True. No, no, and that's it's like, like the grand Moscow jury one, prize, which is and like I the definitely. Lower end. Oh, is it? Yeah. I mean, don't get me don't get me wrong. I definitely had a moment where I was where when I was watching, it, I was like, I'd like to see something else by this director. Wait, mm. I just I, I'm sorry. I assumed everyone said don't stream it. Dennis, what did you say? Did you say don't I sh- said stream it? Oh, you said stream it. I okay. said stream it. Yeah. I just thought everyone said don't. No, All I'm right, gonna say so, I'm gonna say don't. So we have two and one. That's fine. Uh, I guess everyone should take a minute to watch the movie, or however many minutes it takes to watch that movie. Um, and then we'll get back and we'll give you the details, right? That's right. All right, cool. We'll be right back. So the other night, you said that you thought the, uh, the modern world was a Jewish disease. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Uh, in the movement, this racialist movement, we believe there's a hierarchy of races, you know. Whites at the top, blacks at the bottom, Asians, Arabs, Latins, somewhere in between. Why are you writing this down if you're recording it? Uh, helps me concentrate. Uh, Danny, what about the Jews? Jews, Judaism, it's like a sickness. And we're back, and the movie still sucks. <laughs> it's such an awful, you know, the only redeeming quality about the movie. Hold up, let me ask you this. Yeah. Why'd you pick it, and where did it let you down? Uh, well, first of all, my first movie was a, first choice was a hood selection, and you would sort of. I uh, shot it down. Yeah, you shot it down. So Which I don't think we're allowed to do, but I, I did it. Yeah, you did, and I don't know why I, I listened to you. Well, I was, for some reason, you yeah. backed down. What was down. the original selection? It was like some hood movie with uh, Cameron, which was amazing. Cameron has made several hood movies. Oh, I've God. seen one of them, and I was like, no way. Now, yeah. This movie was. <laughs> was also based on a true story, the hood movie I selected. But this movie, it's based on a true story. You went totally opposite end of the spectrum. That's, and I should have yeah. stuck with my hood roots, <laughs> is what I should have done, because this movie was horrendous. You know, in the real life, the guy uh, who this movie's inspired by, Dan Burroughs, he, after it's revealed that he is a, um, that he's Jewish by the New York Times, he actually kills himself, mm-hmm. which is not the same thing in this movie. This movie has more of a, a redeeming ending. It's like, oh, yeah. Like, as if they can't, as if Hollywood won't produce a movie that makes a Jewish person look terrible. 
is what essentially that, that kind of ends with because he ends up sacrificing himself at the, uh, at the end at this church. I mean, no, at the, sorry, synagogue. Good God at the synagogue and it blows up and he dies. And then he ends up in hell where he's just running up a uh, set of stairs. You're making, you're drawing a lot of him. First of all, he doesn't sacrifice himself. Because he has plenty of time to get out. He does kill yeah, himself. He yeah. just doesn't necessarily put a gun but to his like head and pull It's like a martyr way. You know what I mean? He does it in like a way that's redeeming. Where it's I didn't just take like, it. The redeeming part is him telling everyone to get the hell out. And yeah, that's sort of redeeming. But he still, he can't live with himself. He hates himself. Right. And he hates what he's become. So he kills himself essentially. And I don't think he winds up in hell. I think he's in some weird form of purgatory. I actually... D- now, you mean I know running you away from your uh, like middle school Jewish teacher? I don't know. That seems hell. If that's hell, that's not that bad. Running yep. up a flight of stairs for that, eternity? Really? That's what they're. That's your origin story that made you beat a Jew at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> that's the. Uh, that's yeah. What gets that was kind of. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. My consistent problem with, and that's why I was like, I'm torn between like, like I don't think it's that bad of a movie. I think that there's actually really good performances in it, but they don't explain at all. Why like he he just With continually has like he's got continually like the moments like throughout the movie of being like of, of like where it's almost like I read on the Internet why I hate the Jews. Right. And where it's like where it's like because of financial things because of this because of that because of all these everything. But there's never really explained well why he something to him as, as a, a Jew yeah. hates the Jews. It's like he has a realization and during the movie. They flash back to when he's a child in Hebrew school and there's like a realization he has that. Um, so about God, you know, not caring about the Jews, and he's a and something about the sort where it's just like God being a bully. What's well, that? God's yeah. a dick. Yeah. He takes the sta- he like takes the stance that mm-hmm. God's a dick and that he shouldn't believe in any of this. He's and kind maybe of a piece all of, of it is just kid, though. Well, no, but like, but still, even as a piece of shit kid, like I was that kid when I was talking to friends of mine that were super Christian in rural Ohio, where I was like, well, yeah, but God seems like a total asshole. I'm not doing like like why would I ever pay attention to any of this? The only thing is, is that I didn't then turn around and think to myself, you know what I should do? Kill a bunch of Christians. Right. Like I didn't. But I that's just also, that, that's the flip that doesn't make sense to me is that there's like a there's like there's like a multi year gap that they never talk about where it's like, well, at what point did he decide not only that he hate he didn't really want to be Jewish, that he hated Jews, that he wanted to radicalize against them, that he was then going to join these group of people and become a skinhead. It's like so there's extreme. There's, there's no. so it jumps no... from him being like a questioning kid full of dissent for his own religion to him being like I'm gonna kill Jews. Yeah, the, yeah. You know what I mean, there's that's no... from that's yeah. my yeah. primary problem with it because like it seems like there's 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 a general like subtext okay. to the entire thing that makes it seem like his father w- like was terrible to him, like his father like Kinda, was yeah. like an alcoholic or something like beat him or was a really awful to him because of his relationship that he has with his father. But he does they don't get into it. So I have no idea. It, and it's amazing that there wasn't more uh, Jewish conflict scenes, considering that they, it was, I guess, based in New York. It yeah. was a setting yeah. for the movie. Right. It was just constantly, I'm like, how... That, that, that kind of blows my mind more about mm-hmm. how anyone could be racist with this living in the city, like, just full of every culture you could possibly hate. Right, and, and you only just has choose one to, encounter. Like, con- yeah, one encounter at the beginning that is yeah. for... It's like... It, Show well, time. I well, mean, the deli scene yeah. counts as another yeah, yeah, one scene, encounter. Yeah. One encounter there. He's got a deli state. scene. He's he yeah. tries to shoot a guy in the head. He also sets two bombs. I mean, no, there is a certain yeah, amount of it. There is a certain amount, but it's like, yeah. But also, up. it's the, the movie's not focusing on though. Hey, look at this 
uh, not like neo Nazi. Well, yeah, the, the, beating the, up Jews. The it's writer about, had to get his had get his uh, Jewish ideas out through a script. So that's what it felt like. It yeah. felt like this dude like had some theories on Jews. He's it's like, it's a good no, thing that I'm you bring up the writer. The, the writer is the guy, same guy who directed it, Henry Bean, and he wrote such awesome movies as Basic Instinct Two, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Noise. A movie about a man driven crazy by the noise in New York City. Not going to lie. Have you seen that movie? Uh, what? Uh, noise? Yeah. No. It's not it's, terrible. It's not terrible? There's a Noise it's, 2007 I say, I and a Noise 2011. Oof. Oh, I there's didn't know two that. Ver- there's, there's two, two versions? Yeah, there's two parts. Yeah, yeah. That which, I didn't know. I've only which, seen the first the way, one, which is which is mostly just Tim Curry. Or not Tim Curry. Uh, it's mostly Tim Robbins just going crazy. Yeah, but that, nice. I mean, really, a movie about a guy driven crazy by the noise in New York City? That sounds like somebody who just needs to move. No, it's actually kind of There's been movies made about fun. dumber things than that. Yeah, Come I on. get it, but it's just like this is what I'm trying to establish, that Henry Bean, the guy who wrote, co-wrote the movie, The Believer, um, stinks. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, really, is what yeah, it comes down to. I didn't think that stunk. the movie was good. I didn't think that the writing was good. You know, oh, you, you know those... Jews, even the word makes you sick. No, Henry, this makes me sick. Yeah, but that's how those people talk, though. They're not the brightest people. Yeah. I mean, he's he's eloquent, but that doesn't make him but intelligent. What I don't get is he be as a child when he's philosophizing about this whole uh, about his uh, relationship with God. He's a lot more eloquent, and as yeah. he becomes older, he become he sounds like a dirtbag. Well, except I for the difference is that, and that's why that's what I think is like probably the primary redeeming factor of the movie is Ryan Gosling does an amazing job of being somebody who is essentially like has like a blind rage mm-hmm. against like like a completely unhinged approach to a peop to like right. hating a people, and so. It does, like I think that that's one of, like that's one of the primary redeeming things is that it's like Ryan Gosling is really really good. The movie's not great, no, but Ryan Gosling is really good in it about the movie, and that's why actually most of the awards that they won were in regard to best actor, and they were like just yeah. a bunch of small uh, small award festivals. But the movie actually earned one point three million dollars, and it cost one point five. Ooh, just <laughs> under the just under the mark. So, yeah, but it also put Ryan Gosling on the map. Yeah, it, that's the, true. It did do that. I like uh, no. This movie just felt like it was just like somebody around was going. You know what? These Nazis aren't looked at like humans enough. We yeah. need to give that a chance here. Come do you think on, guys. It really humani- uh, humanitize? Human- humanize. 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 Thanks. I, I, th- I think that what it was going for. It's what it felt like when when watching but it. But didn't like, American History to, X really humanize? Uh, that that you put know, a neo-Nazis? more realistic like this like again it's like another one of those movies that just tries to force it's like issue like this thing this conflict that's going on, not only with him but just like the, all those meetings and those scenes like mm-hmm. again we know racists are stupid whatever but yeah. it just felt like it was trying to make it sound smarter than you know that that scene would probably ever go yeah, but how's it forcing the issue when that's what the entire movie is about no, see, this is this like is they're my... saying, like the fascist meeting. I don't think. First of all, the movie's about the individual. It's about Ryan Gosling's character. It's not about all neo Nazis. It's no, about this it's one right. dude's predicament. And Billy Zane plays an amazing uh, character, uh, Curtis Billy? Zemf. I just want to. Billy Zane plays the least Billy Zane character I've ever seen Billy Zane play. Yeah, but <laughs> he was good. Movie. 
No, he was good. Yeah. Was but good. I definitely had a moment where he had long hair, and I was like, Billy Zane with long hair? What is this? I think you guys are downplaying this movie a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think there's a couple more redeeming qualities about it than you guys are giving it. Sure. I think the uh, the sensitivity training scene uh-huh. was, was fantastic. That was, that was a great scene. Yeah, I really, that was a good it, scene. It went off the rails a little bit towards the end of it. I thought it got, they, I was like, oh, they brought the, uh, come on, man. With was, which part? What do you mean? Like uh, the, uh, When the dudes, like towards the very uh, end of it, when the other, the side racist. Uh, they when he's like the Holocaust didn't yeah, exist. It, it was like it was like they're trying to cover all the basest of races. Well, yeah, they're trying to say like for a, for a group of people who are. I mean, we can all agree like those are stupid views. Like a lot of them can't even agree with stuff. They just have this blind hatred that kind of binds them all, and that's why Ryan Gosling is the leader because he's he's eloquent and he's smart, but he's really not that smart. He's smarter than the rest of these dummies, but that doesn't yeah. make him like you know yeah. truly intelligent. He's just king of the dummies. Yeah, I thought it was interesting to see him. Uh, how about this? I'm the only one defending it. Let me tell you what I didn't like about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time Ryan Gosling's character brings up the Jews, he just starts talking about, like, oh, they they have better culture, more money, oversex women. I'm like, dude, you're born already. Like, just, <laughs> just go down that road. Yeah. Every time he talks about shitting on them, he's saying all these great things about the yeah. Jews. And it's like something about, at some point, about the, when they have sex, he's like, it's like he's. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like he's oh, cuckolding part, Jews. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> like, he's yeah. just on the side watching Jews have <laughs> sex casually. He just wants to watch Mel Brooks have sex with his love interest. Yeah, uh, like it's weird. Like like what's your obsession is it's not hatred anymore as much as it's strange. But I think that's a part of the, the yeah. movie though. That's what it's starting to play out is like him whether dealing with his racist views but also his upbringing yeah. which is Jewish. No, no, that's true. So it's those kind of coming into conflict constantly him trying to find a way to make it na- more negative rather than just face the fact that he's a Jew. My major question to you guys is this. Um, the movie um, this movie came out in 2001 which uh, I, I guess was probably overshadowed by the towers right. falling. So, um, because this was a tragedy. <laughs> what? Wow. Yeah, I'm going to say that. This was an independent film. <laughs> I don't, it's an awful movie. It's so bad. I'm so annoyed I had to watch it. Um, now, do you think this movie would have come out? I mean, do, uh, this movie came out in 2001. American History X came out in 1998, right? Uh, yeah. Do you right. think this movie would have been produced or came out uh, had not American History X been so successful? If it hadn't have been so successful yeah, like or if American, it hadn't have even came out like at all. Like if American History X was very successful as a movie. Mm-hmm. All right. A lot yeah, of people, right. like people were talking about it. You're we like, well, this is an amazing movie. And then that was 1998. Do you think because of American History X's success, that's why a movie like The Believer came out? It probably helped. It definitely probably helped it come out and mm-hmm. get a little bit of funding. Like and it got stuff. bumped to the I top of say, the script pile. No, I would say this is that got bumped this to the is top an interesting... This is the thing. It's a, it's an independent film, which means that it's it's somebody's like, like, their it's their baby. It's their yes. it's their little it's their thing that they're like, oh, I've got this story and I'm and I want to go with it. And the guy who wrote it, mm-hmm. like, when you look at it, it's like he's written such amazing things as Basic Instinct Two. Is that right. I have a moment where I'm like, where I'm like, that's just working. That's mm-hmm. like that's like a, that's like I really need to pay. When did rent. Basic Instinct Two come out though? Uh, was this his first film or ago. no? This was not his first film. Uh, that's weird. Which, that's what I was surprised by was okay. this was not his first well, yeah. movie. Two thousand six. Um, I mean, you kind of kind of expect some sense of shitty when it's Showtime presents. Yeah. Yeah. At the beginning of the movie, like oh, all right. But still, Here we go. when I when I looked at when I looked at this movie, I I definitely had a moment where I was like where I was like it feels like an independent film if it had a better cinematographer. If it had a better, if it had a better cinematographer, if it had a more experienced director, if it had a couple things that things like American History X had, it would have been the next American History X. At the same time, I also think that the only reason that 
the movie is on Netflix. The only reason that we had the opportunity where we were to even watch the thing and that it got distribution at all is that a few years later, Ryan Gosling became a star. Yeah, we'd probably never watch. This we'd movie never see Gosling. this movie. I mean, this yeah. this feels like one of those movies. It's like notice, like like yeah, one grand jury prize, won a couple different things, no distribution, like like very minimal distribution in art house theaters around the country, no distribution really anywhere. Ryan Gosling becomes a star. Now it's a bankable thing, and we could and we can sell it again, and you're able to sell it as like a package deal towards Netflix. I should I should the failure the direction or the writing. <sighs> a mixture i think it's a mixture of both okay. i think that i think that the the problem with the direction was that he did a perfectly fine job of directing the uh directing the actors he did a terrible job of directing the camera mm. yeah i think because that it was not visually interesting at the same time that no. it was emotional it looked like a movie a that came out TV. in the early 90s it looked like a tv yeah. movie yeah yes. it did look like a tv Very movie t- yeah and you know yeah looking at it he's only only as directing uh the only movie he's directed was uh, was Noise and The Believer. In terms of writing, I would say the uh, the the guy who directed the movie, Henry Bean, has more of a writing background. I mean, he's written a lot of things, and you know, it seems like a lot of them are written for just like, hey, I gotta make, I gotta make yeah. rent. Well, know? and to be completely honest, with a story like this and being an independent film, like there was one thing that I recognized while I was watching it because I've because when I was when I was making movies on sixteen millimeter. I had this problem mm-hmm. that I didn't understand when I was making stuff, and it took me years to like realize it. Juice? Is that um, no, no, it wasn't juice. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go on. Do you have more? Is it juice? <laughs> no, just juice. Okay. No, I, I'm just bringing levity to your your college story. <laughs> no, but but the the problem that you run into is is that if you're shooting on 16 millimeter, the like like how the lenses physically work with the with the frame with the size of the frame. Yeah. Um, if you don't have a ton of money to get a huge lens kit, mm-hmm. you can only shoot certain shots. Like okay. it's just physically impossible to right. shoot different shots that don't look weird. Like when you're like when you're panning, but like when you're like panning between two people in a conversation or something like that. Mm-hmm. Is that like as you're panning because of the aspect ratio, because of the size of the frame, the lens physically makes it look weird. Which I noticed while I was watching this was that I was like, these guys didn't have any money. That's true. Like I mean, they didn't one, have any money to, and that was one of the problems. Budget. It's like that was one of the problems with 1. the movie 5. was was that it's like if you had the kind of money that American History X had, mm-hmm. if you had the kind of cinematography that American History X had, this would have been a phenomenally better movie. I don't. I think the writing couldn't carry that. I don't think I don't that think, anyone. Yeah. If I, I think that I think that right now it's mostly that this that the entire podcast would be about how how there were like weak parts in the story. It wouldn't be also like. And there's some weird shots, and there's some weird like like the editing was kind of weird in different spots. Like sure. when they get into when they get into the fight in the awkward doorway at the synagogue mm-hmm. about Israel. Yeah, yeah. That was like a really weird scene in right. general, but then also was shot in a way where it was like where it was like why are you guys crammed in this tiny yeah. doorway? Mm-hmm. And then why it's like it's like the cut on it was like was like I'm cutting here and then here and then here and then this lady talks and then we're here and then we're here and then we're no, here and then this lady talks and we it's wouldn't like, discuss well, it doesn't the make any sense. That's, that's like that's theorizing whether or not it's budget or his shitty direction like or whether or not like his shots that he chose I don't like, think he could do more with the money anyway because of his lack of skill set I just probably think a combination that, of both yeah, yeah I, I just think don't think that would happen I, I can see his, uh, your point that it, the budget being a problem but yeah I think it's yeah and well, and also I think mix. I mostly think that it's that moment of what what I really mean by it is is that moment of and it's a it's kind of a benefit of the doubt moment I had with some of the cinematography 
was you end up in this position where as a director, you're like, I don't have a lot of money, so we're going to shoot on location. So we're going to shoot in this room. And then you're like, I want to get this shot. And then you get there, you set up the camera and you're like, well, if we knock a hole in this wall and move the camera three feet into the wall, we can get the shot that you want, but we can't do that. So what do you want to do now? And it's like, well, shit, I guess that we'll shoot it like this, and it's not going to look nearly as good, but it's it super what, tiny but I'm and cramped. getting it. That's what you I know? don't... What That's the, the benefit of the doubt that I'm willing to give him as mm-hmm. a director, because, and it's almost at that level of, like, just the sheer difficulty that there is in making a movie with no money. Yeah. Is that I'm, like, is that I'm willing to, to be, like, kind of with anybody that manages to, like, finish a movie... And get it edited and done. I have a certain, I have like a modicum of respect for of like no, of you course, did it. Huge, but at yeah, the same yeah. time, I mean, we yeah. it becomes that moment. Yeah, yeah. We, like it's, that's <laughs> the thing. We could say that about so many shitty films. Of just, oh, at least they got it done. It's a <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It's still shit at the end of the day. Yeah. We could still say that. It's, you choose I, to publish. This, no one's saying we don't respect the guy. We're just yeah. saying yeah. this movie. Eh, it's just, it just. Yeah, I like I don't the writing more than you guys are giving. I think the movie is a stinker, and I think the guy who did it. It really like screwed the pooch on the, it, but I respect we, him the, for the what good he does. Can we, can we wait? Wait. Can we just take a moment and have it where I'm pretty sure possibly what there is 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 that I dislike all the things that were said in the script because it was super anti-Semitic, and Casey feels the same way, and 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 Neil feels the same way. Are you? Do you just? Are you just super okay? No, I'm you not dislike saying what was in the script because it was anti-Semitic. You know it's a work of fiction, you, right? I know, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're not. Don't you that. dare call me an anti-Semitic. <laughs> Listen, in response to that, let me say this: the movie didn't wasn't a huge success. But let's be honest, that's because Hollywood is run by the Jews. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. why this dude is working on Basic Instinct two years later. That's, that's no, true. come on, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. it's they, they're like, yeah, you made us a believer, all right. Get to the sequel for Basic Instinct, Henry. You'll never yeah. work in this town they again. They throw the script at his head. <laughs> <laughs> Rewrite this, idiot. Um, they, um, you know, the one thing, the storyline. This one part, what I didn't understand is uh, Ryan Gosling's carry, character, Danny Ballant. Falls in love with the uh, this the woman who runs like this racist club's daughter. Oh yeah, yeah. She's and then, like, then the daughter converts she, to Judaism. Well, no, no, it, <laughs> what, that was that was very very not explained. Where I was yes. like, she's their daughter, and then I came in, and I was like, she's fucking Billy Zane, and I was like, she's not their daughter. She just lives in their house or something. Yeah, and now she's converting she's to Judaism the on the low. She's house meat. Like some people smoke pot secretly. <laughs> I like she's converting <laughs> to Judaism I, I do, secretly. I, I do like how the I guess her name was uh, Lena was the the older woman, the blonde woman in the yes. movie. Yeah. Uh, I like how she at the beginning after Ryan gives off his first time there, he gives off this prize winning speech, and just, all of a sudden she just looks at her like a prize fighter. <laughs> She's yeah. like, "Oh, this kid's got something." It's like, yeah. "What? You just heard one rant? How does he qualify?" Yeah, he just <laughs> yeah. came into your apartment and started yelling. Well, yeah, there was he a, said there rage. Was, it said, "You're stupid." Yeah. Like, what there you, was a gap between that first speech and then eventually putting him in a suit and being like, "You, you can be a leader. Like you're that good." They do send him the retreat and stuff, but uh, oh yeah, that that's yeah that good yeah. old racist retreat. Yeah, you got well, that. The one dude just immediately knocks out. Gosling, some R and R. That's what I'm talking about. That yeah. stupid, like Gosling's this smarter, is, but he's not smart. Well, no, and that's the thing is that I think what's really messed up is that it's like I've seen a lot of different documentaries where it's like, like they captured that entire thing really well. Yeah. To be honest, like, like there's a couple different documentaries that I've watched where it's been like, Home. we're gonna have a clan KKK barbecue, and it's like, it's like, no, that's what it's like. It's like, it's like mm. that. It's like they get there, and then somebody's just like. 
oh, you look, you like, like I want to punch you in the face. Yeah. And then you just punch you in the face. And then you get in a fist fight. Somebody ends up like almost hospitalized. And then you're like, let's drink beer and light a cross on fire. Like that scene, like that's like, they did a pretty good job of capturing You want to blow that. up empty <laughs> beer cans? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. The Hey, I got some uh, nice target practice with these black. Uh, little 1920s <laughs> things. Yeah. Where I the did fuck it. did they get those? That's right. I totally forgot about that. And when yeah. I watched that scene, I was like, wait a minute. Are it's, they getting these shipped get in all them? the time? Let's explain what the... Because uh, I'm it's forgetting a, the... It's a caricature of... Um, it's like oh, a man in blackface. Word? What's the word? Yeah, but it's... there's The there's, mammy. The mammy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's ca- it's wooden cutouts and painted cutouts like, of like mammy. Someone well had really good done, crafting too. skills. Yeah, well yeah, done. Really like These things would go for serious money. All right? They would. What hour in the antiques? camp are they doing this? Yeah, that, where they're designing these things, and that, then they just blow them to bits. That's yeah. a part of the budget. That's a part of the budget. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, a part, the of, the <laughs> that's a part of the budget. I went to the fucking racist. racist day camp. That's yeah. what I was thinking. I'm like, we, oh, this is great. We could have gotten a couple more lenses, but we decided to get these wooden painted cutouts of mammies for and this one scene that they could shoot at. It was thick cut wood too. This wasn't like <laughs> they didn't go cheap. Now I know where the 1.5 million went. Yeah. <laughs> it was to these wooden cutouts. What did you guys do you think? think of- that, do you think that he had a moment where he was talking with his producer and he was like, "No, we've got to get really nice cutouts." And they're like, "And they're like, Henry, we could spend this money on a lot of other things." And he was like, "No, yeah, I want, I want mammy. I want really well put together mammies, and I want really well put together." Jews who look like they're about sambos, to get on a train. That's the word I could not remember. Cardboard, well, wooden cutouts of sambos. And it's just like, assuming they do this target practice thing all the time, mm-hmm. were they saving this for Ryan Gosling? Like, oh, we got a new leader here. Let's break out the good wooden sambos. It's so I ridiculous. brought my own Jewish target. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just imagine kill like, a, Jew? a children's anti-Semitic oh, God, race yeah. camp. And they're like, today we're going to design sambos and mammies. <laughs> And we're going to send them to the bigger kids to get shot. And everyone's like, yeah. That's very funny. I really would have liked to have seen more scenes of like what their research methods are for like figuring out all these Jewish theories that they had. Yeah. Like it's just one scene of him happening to highlight something on a website. And then the next scene is just cutting down. I was like, no, I want to see more of how he becomes an idiot. Yeah. I will say I remember from from that time period. And I bet that that's, you know, like one of those things. And it's a weird moment of like. Like, just in how technology has changed, is that I remember in the late '90s, early 2000s, seeing a bunch of different documentaries about like about like hate.com. Yeah, there was like a, all of, there was a whole lot of them. Those hate groups were way on top of the internet. <laughs> yeah, boom, they were dude. really they were on top of the it. internet, and yeah. it was from like the early early '90s. And so I, there was definitely that kind of feel to it of like. Like, you know, oh, we're radicalized through the internet, but they like barely touched on it because it was still only, you know, 2001, which means that came out in 2001 means that it was shot in like 1999 uh, because it was an independent film. So it probably took like at least two years to come out. So did you guys like the ending or not? Because that's the, one, of the big, one of the biggest things I feel with movies is it's really hard to end a movie well. And mm. I think this is this did it pretty good. This is as good as it could have gotten. Kind of an artsy ending. Yeah. I for mean, an otherwise was, not too artsy movie, even though it deals with like heavy topic. No, you're matter, right. I think that the movie's ending was just, it was fine. Because one line, here's the one line that changes the entire, because like you said it was hell. I felt like it was more of a purgatory thing. But uh, the 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 rabbinical teacher or whatever says, there's nothing up there. Where are you going? What are you doing? There's nothing up there. Mm-hmm. Which kind of like, now it's not even like Nazis versus Jews. It's like, 
existence versus, versus like nothingness. You know, like is there anything? Isn't there? Isn't that in Jewish hell? It's not a Jewish hell. It's just a purgatory. There's no such thing as yeah. Hell. There's no Jewish hell. It's just like yeah, a no oh, just a purgatory. It's like a purgatory anyway. So that's where he's in. Oh, so it kind okay. of it makes it seem like it's fine. And I think that that movie's ending that was, you know, it was the best ending for that type of movie. Honestly, considering how it was written. And considering how it was done, I so, uh, I liked the ending, but I didn't like the movie. I I didn't like the ending. I thought that it was too heavy-handedly artistic. Um, it needed where it was something. Like, where, well, no, but like at the end, it was like art. Yeah, um, it was kind of like that was, dreamy I didn't, sequence. I really didn't like that. But really, what it come what it comes down to for me is is that uh, when he was running up the stairs, all I wanted was was the last time that he ran up the stairs. Trips. I wanted him no, I wanted Hits him to head. pass Ow! by. Kisses I a him, Jew. <laughs> I wanted him to pass by the guy. The guy to say the guy to say there's nothing up there. He rounds out one more time. He gets up to the guy and then he stops on that like on that thing. Yeah, on and the landing. because the thing is, is that the entire movie ends up being where it's like the whole thing is about him running away from sure. his life, and it's like and the and it just continues to have that in his death. Is what, what they kind of allude to, and I kind of liked the idea of like the first thought I had was, oh, I hope he stops. Like I, I just wanted him to. It was like if he had just stopped yeah. and stopped running, then it would have been like, oh, and like he was like he changed, mm-hmm. like something changed, but nothing changed. What if they the went guy. with a really racist ending and it's just a nickel glued to the floor and he's trying to get it off? <laughs> <laughs> what if it's just that? Like they're wow. like, hey, let's throw it all out the window. Gonna love this nickel. Gonna yeah. love it. All right, so we're going to go with a uh, – I'm going to go with don't stream it. And uh, what about you? Uh, I mean, if you liked what we said, if you liked it, I like I said, I'm torn. I would say it's, it's really up to whoever you are. I would say I would say don't stream it personally, but, uh, but you know, I'm not 100% against it. If you want to hear some really great theories on the state of America nowadays <laughs> – <laughs> No, uh, uh, I, I'm not going to say that it's without flaws. It wasn't a fantastic movie, but I think it's worth a watch. It's, it's you know, like an hour and 40 minutes. It's got some really good scenes and some really kind of glaring holes, but uh, I say stream it. All right, fantastic. That wraps up this episode. Uh, tune in next week. We'll be watching In the Loop. Thank you. <laughs>